Hello and welcome back to the Strong Dads podcast. I am Adam and uh, that's Chris. How are you doing, mate? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Flying. Sun's out. Been for a walk on the weekend. Yeah, we Rivington Pike. Yeah, kind of. You know, the mast at the top, that big massive mast thing. It's just to the right of the pike. Uh, yeah, I went up there with a few clients. Quality. Um, very, very lucky to have that. I mean, it took, it took me seven minutes to drive and then... <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, well, I think it took us about... It. The uh, walk was supposed to be 90 minutes, we told everyone, and it was two hours, 45 later. Um, we got mm. that down. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're up a hill, you're up a hill, so I'll get your way down. But yeah, mate, quality. There's a few, uh, what was really good about it was a few other guys and lads and ladies brought the kids with them. Um, and they just, it was uh, two little girls, uh, I think they were seven and four. And they did the whole thing in the pink Barbie wellies. And just, and they weren't slow either. They did two hours, 45 minutes of walking, climbing. I looked at it, I was like, Wow, that's, that's, hey, that's, that's honestly like kids are like it's almost like because they don't know any different, they just do. Like, I remember like a couple of years ago, walk with Fred up to like this place near me, White Nancy. Yeah, went there and like for little legs, it's a, it's a fair old slog. He did it in a pair of Crocs, <laughs> and like I was just like. Like a completely oblivious, stupid parent dad. It was just like, oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like the summer, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine, kids. Loads of blisters later. I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point, that, isn't it? Like, they've got nothing to compare it to. Like, where we go, oh, yeah, two hours, 45 minutes walking. It's a lot that up and down a hill. But for them, we're just going on a walk with, you know, they're enjoying themselves and. There was knackered at the end of it, bless him. But, <laughs> but yeah, I was just so impressed with it. I was just like, wow, like, yeah, really good. And there was a few like older kids there who probably struggled a bit more because they're aware of probably that. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah, that. yeah. very interesting. But yeah, we're good. Have you been up so much yourself or no? To put it bluntly, <laughs> just, you know when you're just like doing stuff, like you just. You sort of into the sort of everyday work, yeah. rugby. Just oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, it's yeah. Friday. Oh, the weekend's gone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are we all boys getting on rugby wise? Have you put the shirt on again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> I think I've actually played the last five weeks, six weeks. So, yeah. No, tough, tough season, tough season at the minute, but we'll get it now. We'll be all right. Have you tore the paint off the walls yet? Mm, 60%. Mm. I'm not going full Ferguson. <laughs> but, My, uh... but honestly, that, that just doesn't work. No, it doesn't, does it? You know I mean? like, as a player, I'm sure you've been in change areas where... Mm. Coach has gone like epileptic, and you're just going like, "Oh, I could do with a uh, wonder what I'm going to have for tea tonight." Yeah, yeah. Because you just not. My boots are a bit muddy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always when the I suppose this links to parenting as well. Like your parents can go absolutely wild at you, and you're like, "Right, it's a bollocking." 
or you can get like the best not silent treatment but like the calm like you know what I'm disappointed yeah I'm not like, oh yeah I'm not angry I'm disappointed you can be better you can do better yeah my old boys had it on the weekend Oldham uh, oh yeah I meant to ask you about this didn't they lose to some like yes Local, that local yeah, Lock, Lock Lane Amateur Rugby League Club. Credit to them. They uh, shown up and turn the semi-pro mm. bit over. Mm. And it's a completely different squad, the older squad. I mean, I don't really know a, a lot of the players, but I know a few and I know the fans well. Um, just comes down to attitude. And it was at it was at old. It was at old on a 3G pitch on a dry night. And, you know, if, if it was a boggy, boggy field and you're playing in the middle of, I don't know, Castleford somewhere and it was chucking it down, you go, yeah, you know, somewhat forgivable. But it's just, yeah, it's just an attitude thing. And I've been there as well in a change room when you're not turned up and the coach is just looking at you going, it's not good enough that you're disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> you're disrespecting the game effectively. Because you just think you're better than your opposition. You think it's going to walk out and win. Arrogance. It is pure arrogance. I mean, I've done it myself and it wasn't through probably being arrogant. It was more like, but that's the rugby game, isn't it? So it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rugby's just attitude and then you can add the skill on top. But yeah, they got uh, they got turned over, but I'm sure they'll turn it around. But um, yeah, they're out of the Challenge Cup and lock lane move on. So mm, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I would have done. I was thinking about this. I was speaking to one of the old players. Whatever money I would have got for my match money that day, I would have donated it to Lock Lane. Really? Yeah, I generally would. I was thinking about it. I think if I was coach at that thing, I'd, I wouldn't make it compulsory, but I'd say to the lads, genuinely, them lads have come, got on a bus after work, drove here, go and work in the morning. I know you, you guys are too, but you're also being paid to be here. Whatever match money you've got, I think you should donate it to them. Let's see how many of you do it. <laughs> fair place when they can go get some nice track suits or something for the next round when they play a decent team might get some beers in or something but, yeah. is yeah. that when the, the bigger sides come in the next round it's round four so yeah they'll play they'll play another championship side I reckon but they could draw they could draw a suit round four yeah I think round four is when Super League teams get thrown in wow I could be I could be wrong but um yeah, I think it's round four. So you only played rugby league for a number of years. Yeah, I'm not a clue. I should say, I'm going, who are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's our rugby chat and attitude conversation. Uh, but yeah, mm. same in football, same in any sport, I think it's attitude and how mm. you turn up. But that does segue into our uh, podcast Nicely. title today. Yes. Works well. It's like we've been doing this a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, yeah, you brought it to the table, wasn't you? We have spoke about this before on the podcast, and it's, are you living a lie? Are you trying to cover up your own, should we, I mean, you know, I'm going to say, are you covering up your own shit and telling your kids to do something different? Yeah. But long somewhere down the line, it's all going to come out of the wash, isn't it? So we're going to touch on that today, uh, which kind of links into the other one is like, I had this conversation with a client the other day and I'll see what you think of it. Is the reason you're not getting success is because you actually fear about what it's going to take to get there, which I'll leave, link back into how you live in a lie. So, yeah, we'll let you take a, take that away a bit, mate, and 
get us going. Yeah, and just you know, as a as a as a parent, it's we tell our kids go to bed. You need to get some sleep. You need to eat your vegetables. You need to drink water. You need to be active. No, you're not going to stay inside and sit on the Xbox. Get outside. Get some fresh air. Move around. So just those three or four things there. Yeah. Examples. As parents, how many of us follow that? <laughs> yeah. Like honestly. Like, yeah. Like genuinely. Say, like, yeah. okay, you might go to the gym a couple of times eat some broccoli once a week, go for a walk once a month, doing bits. But if the, the amount of times you're consistently telling your kids to do that, are you doing the same? Because it links back to, it goes to like, first of all, why are you asking your kids to do that? Yeah. And it's because you know it will benefit them. Mm-hmm. So if you know that, why are you sat with the dominoes watching Netflix, looking at your smartwatch that says you've walked 500 steps <laughs> and thinking yeah. that's acceptable? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I put it on the, the group before. I don't know if you saw it. I was, I was, think, I was, train, I was training before. And I was thinking about this title. It's like... It, our worlds are just not designed for us to move and be healthy anymore, are they? No. Our jobs demand more and more from you. Your kids demand more and more from you. The way the world's set up is like we all know Amazon, Netflix. It's all selfie to be sedentary and do nothing. And it's like... And, and yeah. going, going, going back to the body and stuff, your body is inherently lazy. Your body is, is constant survival mode. So if it's like, I don't need to move, mm-hmm. I might burn some energy that yeah. I might need to run away from something later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like the good old caveman days. But your body's inherently lazy. It wants to cut corners. It wants to get through each day mm-hmm. in, the minim- in the most minimalist way possible, yeah. the most efficient way. Yeah. So if you're then going to the gym and going, right, I've got, I'm going to do a gym session or I'm going to go for a 5K run or I'm going to play rugby, football, cricket, netball, hockey. I'm going to exert extra stress on my body. I'm going to sleep for less than six hours a night. I'm going to get stressed out to my eyeballs at work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like... You're basically twatting yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Yet you still find time to say to your kids, no, you're not having pudding if you don't eat your broccoli. You need to <laughs> eat your veggies. No, get off the Xbox, get outside, get playing. No, go to bed. You're going to be tired tomorrow. Yeah. And there's you yeah. like, oh, just one more Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. yeah it's all right. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'll be all right. Yeah. I'll have a few extra coffees tomorrow. Yeah. yeah I'll have a double scoop in the morning. <laughs> and what he means by double scoop is pre-workout not some of the other extra <laughs> <laughs> yeah go on the good stuff go on the good stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's mad isn't it but I think you might have shared this even I saw it I can't remember what PT it was it was like 
someone saying to him, I don't understand how you get so much energy and have time to train. Then it was like the PT says about, no, I have so much energy because I train. Yeah. It, yeah, because it does just, like you say, lack of movement breeds lack of movement, which breeds just, you don't move. Whereas if you do some movement, you do more, you feel energized, you do more, don't mm. you? You eat better because we all know them clients who go, oh yeah, I did a 5K run. So I'm not going to have dessert because I'm like kind of like cashing in on all the good work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the people who yeah. On the on that nutrition front, how many clients have you had that you said, right, let's just cut out all the crap that you're eating for a couple of weeks? So you say, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I feel good, feel amazing. They're like, and then they might go, oh, I had a takeaway at the weekend and a couple of beers. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no danger, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and I felt like absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've gone for their staple takeaway that they've had a few times before, never felt any different. Yeah. But they're like, oh, felt sluggish, felt bloated, felt horrible. And you're like, yeah. ah, good. Penny drop? No? Yeah. Yes? No? Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You know what is scary, though, when you say that is some people don't know what it actually feels like to feel good. Yes. Because they're constantly in a state of, I don't know, like a bad feeling in due to due to the lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah. And then you look at like, you know, someone might like run into work with loads of energy. You're like, what a weirdo. How weird is that person? Why is that person like that? Like, they always seem a bit odd, but that other person's probably ate well, slept well, you know, got energy, hmm. had some fun on the weekend or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it is a scary thing, especially like you say, the world we live in now. Yeah. It's, but, um, but my question, sort of going back to it, is always like, uh, do do we think it's acceptable to say that to kids and do something different? Because if if you read anything, like what what's the what's the one like the number one thing kids learn? How kids learn? Example, isn't it? Yeah, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, example, example, yeah. example. So. You know, if you're there going, right, here's your, here's your meat and veggies and there's you slotting into a pizza <laughs> every, every, every meal and they're sort of like, well, hang on, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, why am I having this and you're having that? Yeah. Yeah, and you're telling me this is healthy and oh, you mm. can't have pizza that often. Mm. Right, well... Like, how, how do we think as parents that that's acceptable and normal and okay? Yeah. It happens countless times. Yeah, and definitely. I'm yet, I'm yet to find the answer. I mean, it's like, yeah. Does it link into what you were saying before about all, everything that goes on in the world? Like, you know, you get older, you've got more autonomy, you've got more choice, but you've got more stresses, Mm-hmm. So you know, we, there's there's a whole world of literature out there about emotional eating and exercise and, and everything like that, and how stresses can build up to prevent you doing that and and all that. You know, yep. do we have or do we have ready-made excuses where we can just go, oh well, I've had a bad day at work, I'll have a couple of beers. I've had a bad day at work, I'll have a takeaway. Mm-hmm. 
which is, you know, once every now and again, okay. But when it's happening two, three, four, five times a week, mm-hmm. and you're still going, eat your, eat your veggies, go to bed, be active. Yep. So like we've said this before, it's a vicious circle of, because even when you do, say you emotionally eat or you, you do a bit of retail therapy and you buy yourself something nice and you feel good for that 90 seconds of when you clicked it online and then you open that fresh pair of shoes when it comes to your door. When that moment goes and that feeling goes, that feeling you had before is still there. You've not, yeah. you know, you've not addressed it. You've just covered it up with something else. And then it's like the vicious cycle of keep doing it. And you think that's the thing that's going to make you feel better, but it's actually not until you actually address the, the situation yourself or do something about it or make yourself feel better, you know, because it's, it's hard for us sometimes to say, oh, why are you so stressed out at work? It happened. You know, people have jobs like that and it's kind of hard for us to go, oh yeah, it's kind of hard to understand, but they just need better management tools, don't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's all it is. You know, we can't say to them, oh, yeah, clock off early because they can't. <laughs> you know, they no. might do 12 hour days, seven days a week, you know, but that comes with a cost. And they need to, you know, as if you're somebody who's doing that and you work hard, you need to have a better management tool. You know, if you look at it, we always talk about athletes and when we play rugby and stuff, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo played 90 minutes every single day and didn't look after his body. It'd break down, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you go to work and do 12 hour days consistently and feed yourself shit and don't look after it, you know, you're going to break down sooner or later. That's going to cost you. Um, so sometimes it's not like addressing the actual work. It's the, the management outside of it, isn't it? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's too many of us that just allow that to be the norm. Yep. And then wonder when they get to 40, whatever, and they go, I've got a bad back. Oh, I've put on weight. You know, I feel a bit shit. And he goes, oh, it's because I'm 40. And it's like, no, it's because you've done 20 years of shitty lifestyle. <laughs> you know. Talk, going about sportsmen stuff, how many ex-professional sportsmen do you see five, ten years after retirement and go, oof. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And what's the difference? I, like, I, I was just I was looking through Twitter this morning, just having, having a browse and whatnot. And uh, I think Leon Price put something up mm. saying, like, I, I retired when I retired from rugby league, I stopped training. Yeah, it's only when I looked down one day and I was three stone heavier that I realized I've just I stopped what I used to do. Yeah, yeah. And for, for dads, how many people do we work with that stopped doing what kept them in shape when the kids come along yep and suddenly years down the line it's like i don't look like i used to i don't feel like i used to do you know what i mean yeah why because you stopped doing what you did mm. and we all know that you might not be able to continue what you were doing but you can still train eat well with a kid yeah and a kid does not go like i'll let myself go yeah um do you know what i mean like i'll 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 put my flag in the sand or whatever and and say 
have, having kids is not an excuse to let yourself go. Yeah, definitely. I said this to a client the other day, and it's some something a coach said to me many years ago. I've kind of rejigged this. When are you going to start demanding better of yourself? And when are you going to start looking after yourself? Yeah. I said some of them questions you go. I remember a coach, I said it to one of the clients the other day, and he was sluggish, is still got some sort of gut issues going on, struggling, you know. And I just kind of was like, shook my head a little bit, kept quiet, and just said, When are you going to actually start looking after yourself? And he just he looked at me puzzled and, well, I come here two days a week. And I went, it's two hours out of your week. When are you going to start looking after yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like, when are you going to actually start demanding better of yourself? And there's all other things, you know, going on. But, yeah, that's one of the questions you've got to ask yourself. Isn't it? When am I going to start looking after myself? Because, you know, some, you know, we've been through a lot of shit in the past 18 months with pandemics and stuff. But, you know, if that's not to give you a kick up the ass, then... I don't know what will, you know, if not looking at your, your, your child in the face and generally thinking, I want to be around for a long time or, you know, feel better and I'd be energetic and all these things. And I don't know what's going to make you change. No. And that point links into what you were saying before about, are you scared mm. of attaining success and quotation marks, whatever that success may be. Yeah. Are you scared of the, the journey? Mm. And yeah. do you put it off or do you hide it under a ton of bullshit that you just go that mentally you go, oh it's all right, I can I'll start on Monday, I'll start next week, I'll start next month. Mm. Oh, it's a Tuesday, oh it's a Saturday, oh I'm a bit busy, I'm a bit tired. You can just you can pull any excuse out of your ass. Yeah. Whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Ready made. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of them. You can pick them. Oh, hey, <laughs> because you're not willing to stand and look in the mirror and have an honest conversation with yourself. Yeah. And this isn't even about, like, your physique and how you look, is it? You know, no. like, what's this train? Like, we've always said this before. The, the fitness industry is so much hung up on abs and glutes and biceps that we actually forget the whole point, <laughs> don't we? We forget that, oh, you're doing this to feel healthy and be, you know, be around and, you know, we forget this. And yes, training is a part of, you know, looking better is a byproduct of some of the training. Yeah. But you know, I feel like we've lost the point of, and like people say it to me all the time, like, oh, your client might not have lost weight. And I was like, I don't care. What? No, I'm not, I'm not a physique specialist. Mm. I don't, you know, it'll happen. I want him to make him feel better. I want him to move better. I want him to have better relationships. I want him to have better relationships with food. If they're ticking all them boxes, the byproduct of losing weight is probably going to happen. Yeah. I feel like we get hung up in this physique world, which again, we've spoke about. I think, yeah, we really missed the point in health and fitness that we're too busy pushing physique development then, you know. And and how many times, like we even have Sasson talking about the sacrifices He's, yeah. he, he had to make mm. to get into perceived shape. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And for, for the for the general pop, that's like, might as well, it's a different universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's that like are you afraid of success, isn't it? It's a good one. Like are you actually fearful of what it's gonna to take to get whatever it is your success is? I think it takes like someone like me and yourself, you know, when you speak to, you know, when you look at what SAS has had to do, you know, people do think, oh yeah, I can do that. And it's like, do you want to? Are you willing to? <laughs> you know, are you sure? You know, I want to be 9% body fat and ripped. All right, this is what it's going to take. Are you willing? No. All right, 12% is all right. 14% is all right. Are you going to feel better and healthy? Yeah. Yeah, like, mm. I'm not saying it's probably bad to be that lean, but you know, when people think like rippling abs all year round. Some people can just have it, can't they? You know, they have yeah, their bodies what are like that. Some people are genetically blessed. Mm. You know, all got mates who seem to like eat what they want and drink <laughs> and be yep. lean all year round. You know, yep. some of us who have to look at a, look at a pizza and wake up wake up like bloody marshmallow man in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Would you have it any other way though? Here's a good question. Like, it kind of leads back to your kids, like, having some adversity when it comes to, like, health and fitness. Like yourself, there's a lot you've had to work around, and especially with injuries and physique mm. and things like that. Like, having that adversity, would you change it? You know, would you like to be one of those people who are just blessed? Or do, would you like to have some, you know, no. you know what does it teach you? Yeah. Mate, exactly. 100% adversity yeah. experience. Yeah. You know, like, you know, probably just going to like slide off into a slightly different realm of topic here. Mm-hmm. But how, how sort of insulin shouted do people become yeah. these days? And like when they don't get what they want, they don't get the job or they don't get to the uni or they have the heart broken for the first time or just anything goes wrong and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I have no idea what to do here. Yeah. I know, I'll put a post on social media and get some likes. Get a Facebook cuddle. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's bullshit. Mm. And, I, and it's something that I do struggle with trying to put my mind into that person. Yeah, to be like, show some empathy. And like, yeah, oh. and it, look, it's because they're not, no, no one's an asshole. Yeah. You know, it's just their way of thinking. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's, that, it's that sense of entitlement, like being grow, brought up going, you can be anything, you can do anything, don't worry about it, which I think is a great message because why not shoot for the stars? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, why not aim for something high, whatever you want to be? No problem with that at all. But it's when it's built on fucking paper mache, <laughs> you know, and the first slight knockback or setback, it's like, nah, fucked it, can't. Yeah. Done. What's the point? Mm. Yeah. You know, like, because we both know, like, in our young years, that life's not like that. Mm. 
life's full of setbacks and fuck-ups and disasters. Like, do you, do you know, genuinely, hand on heart, know anyone who just breezes through life? No, not really. I mean, people can appear to, but... Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's the, yeah, they can appear to, in, you know, on the surface, you go, oh, they're just absolutely smashing and breezing through and nothing's ever happened to them. And, mm. But let, let, you're, um, you're sort of close group of people, friend, family. Yeah. It's when you hear something or they tell you a story about adversity they've gone through and you're like, oh my God, really? Mm. Yeah, that happened to me 12 months ago, six months ago. And you're like, oh my God. And then it's that respect, isn't it? And because think of, I always think this. Think about anybody we admire, like athletes, someone in a movie. Like, oh, there you go. Who's like your favorite Avenger? That's always a good one. Like, yeah, it's, it's got to be a toss up between Thor and Captain America. Oh, right. Do you like Iron Man, though? Yeah. Hmm. Because there's always something about, like, if Thor in the movies was just the god of thunder and, you know, was just, like, plain sailed the whole thing and just destroyed everybody, it wouldn't be much of a movie, would it? You wouldn't really like him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he goes through loads of adversity, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, loses both parents, you know, all them things, what happen. And that's how you become, like, you know, because they've gone through that shit, haven't they? And I think as a parent, if you just crumble at the first bit of, like you say, you, you kind of life's built on paper mache. And then we leave it, go back to like being the example. Then how can you expect your kids to go through it? Like yeah. in the past 18 months, kids have been locked away and done Zoom classes for 18 months. Uh, and you look at that like, what a shame from, oh, you can go, you know what? It's a lot of fucking adversity to go through because you have to get back in the real world. You have to set exams and you have to like face it. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but yeah, I was saying this the other day. Too many people go, oh yeah, people go, oh what a shame. Well, yeah, but also it's adversity for them. They've had to sit in now. They got to get out. You got to yeah do it. Yeah. No, it's true. You you need it in your life. Mm. Yeah, I believe anyway. Yeah. And no one's really going to go through life unscathed, are they? You know, no. Life, yeah. <laughs> As parents, it's kind of hard, isn't it, to go, oh, like your little son, daughter, whatever. Yeah, because mm. your, your first role is, is protector, isn't it? You yeah. want to protect them. Yeah, yeah. So it is a massively like fine line between letting them fail Yeah. and keeping them protected. Yeah. Yeah, like I was, who was, was it? Talking to you, that, um, that high performance podcast with Bear Grylls. Yeah. And it was quite a funny story. Like he was saying, he lives on this little island off North Wales and he does a lot of work with the, the lifeboat. Lifeboat yeah. sets like different tasks up for them and, and training and stuff like that. And uh the, the host mentioned about a story that got in the, the papers about uh, him abandoning his kid on a little outcrop. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how old he was, but yeah. I think he was quite young. Just left him on his outcrop mm. to, like, survive. Yeah. And 
you know, national newspapers are like, oh my God, he's training his young kid to be like him, da 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 da, da and all this. And uh, the truth was, he was like, no, I was literally in a boat 50 yards away. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because he's been picked up and the story fit the narrative, like, oh, survival expert, bear girl, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's worth to see how he did on 50 yards away. Yeah. yeah. But, but the point was, it was like, yeah, like it's a little bit of adversity, but I was there. Yeah. Protective. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that, that, that sort of analogy is the, the best of both worlds. Mm. Or, or, prime example, riding a bike, learning to ride a bike. Yeah. You know, they fall off, mm. they hurt. And you go like, right, I'm not doing a bike thrower, hurt you. Mm. Or do you go like, come on, let's get back on the bike. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. So, you know, I think, I think you know, there's, there's too much cotton wool around kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you kind of got to check yourself, aren't you? Because we'll all, I think we'll all fall into that trap of being too protective. Yeah. Yeah. And then you suppose you have the dads who are probably the other way as well, where they're a bit too kind of blase and a bit too tough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always go back to like amateur rugby days when, you know, you have a game of rugby and you're 12 years old and you come off the field and you have the dad having to go at the kid and then you have the other dad going, all right, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Did you try your best? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. you know what I mean and then you got the other dad who's like having a go and like you know you should have done this and you should have done that and it's uh, yeah I don't know but do you, <laughs> do you think it's like eras as well of parenting like yeah think, I think so yeah definitely yeah yeah you know like I think obviously dads are like more hands on these days and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and it just puts a different spin on the dynamic doesn't it I suppose yeah. Mm. I think it's quite a confusing time we've said this on the podcast before for like it probably is for women as well because I said this to one of my clients today especially for women when you look at it women are only in like the second third generation of like women realistically going to work yeah you know what I mean and then obviously this is happening now and then men are in this bit where you know social expectations of what the dad did you know being providers um all that type of stuff. It's kind of a weird time, isn't it? Like, yeah, the world's changing. Um, yeah, the dynamics of it. Yeah, it's a strange one. How to behave, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely is an era of difference now, isn't it? Because mm. you know, I, I was I was talking with Katie today. It's like, you know, with the sort of everything that that's out there in the world like what what is like our kids generation going to be like growing up to adults yeah are they going to have that mental resilience and that hard work and drive and ethics or is that going to get diluted like when they start having kids and that next generation comes on mm-hmm. like what what is it going to look like yeah I think there's like uh, I was saying this like I think there's going to be like a, a new wave of like coolness of the new kids where they're going to like abandon social media and like strip it back. I think there's going to be like a wave. I don't know when it's coming. 
But I can see it coming. I don't know what generation it's going to be. Or when it's going you to heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> you know where it's going to be like, you know, like everyone's on, like Facebook now is like the most uncool thing for kids, isn't it? For us, like Facebook was just a thing, wasn't it? You speak yeah. to a 15 year old and they're like, Facebook? What? It's like old people. <laughs> yeah. It my is. My grandparents use that. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? Is that like transit? Like TikTok? Like, have you tried using TikTok? No. What the fuck is that? Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, what is it? Like, you know what I mean? It's a complete. It's so fast. It's, it's so, like, it's just like you scroll and it's just loads of information flying at you. And you're like, whoa. Like, well, I don't know what's again, that that sort of feeds into the narrative of like society, like want instant gratification or instant connection. So you look at that social media there, you go like. Even if you're going back, was it like Bebo or fucking... <laughs> yeah, MySpace, Bebo, all that. MySpace and all that. Yeah. Blackberry thing. Messaging thing, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, that Facebook comes on. Mm. And then Instagram's a bit quicker than Facebook. And then you got TikTok. And then you've got Snapchat. And it's all just like... Just yeah. want that constant information, but aren't willing to like look at it for longer than five seconds kind of thing. Well, this is what we were going to lead on to. It's like people think they deserve something and not earn it. So like we were saying before with you feel shit from work and you're like, turn Netflix gone on and you go, right, entertain me. Make me feel better now. <laughs> oh, this, this is shit. Next one. Entertain me now. Come on. Oh, shit. Next. Oh, I've got to wait a year for the next. Oh, this is shit. Oh, when's the next one out? It's like, entertain me quick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's like, you know what? You, you, we don't, des- like I was saying this, we don't deserve anything in life, you know? We've just happened to be here at this exact moment in time. Yeah. You know, you, uh, you earn it, don't you? You might, you know, when people are, I deserve, I deserve better. No, you might just earn yourself better. You know, you might not deserve anything. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of that out there. Yeah, there's definitely that going on and it's, I suppose, you know, kind of coming towards the end of the podcast days, I think if we rounded this up, it's about leading from the front, isn't it? Being the example of, like, we've all played rugby or played the sport where you have that player who talks a good game but never plays a good game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the person who just keeps a bit quiet and cracks on and does it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've both played under captains yeah. who have... Either they're very vocal and they lead by words, or you get ones that are just like, right, come on, let's go. And then just go and carve up on the pitch. And you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow him. I'll follow him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure as you said that, you can picture this happening. Yeah. 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 But again, it just goes back to setting the example, mm. even for yourself. Not necessarily like for your kids. Yes, set the example for your kids, but set the example for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because I am sure each and every one of us, hand on heart, could go, I could I could be 1% better. Yeah. In whatever area. Mm. You know, they would, they would have a, a massive knock-on effect in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, but we just... Either too tired, too stressed, too lazy, or just don't know where to go. I want an instant feeling of 
betterness. Yeah, or just think that's going to take too long for that. Give me some instant goodness now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you were talking about um, like leading from the front then. I was yeah. th- and like people talking and action and stuff. I was thinking about I watched Independence Day the other day. Wow. <laughs> and you know the bit where the president does the big speech at the end and gets in his plane. Yes. And I was like, amazing. I was like, watching him, what a speech. I was like, <laughs> you are awesome. And then he gets in his plane. It's like the perfect mix of uh, everything. I mean, you can go on about Lord of the Rings as well, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> have you watched Lord of the Rings tell me you've watched Lord of the Rings oh mate 100% love it yeah bit at the end Return of the King they march to the Black Gate yeah Aragorn son of Arathorn King of Gondor <laughs> I like um, is it in the second one that is as a belting speech the, when uh, the horse people Rohit, Ro- 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 oh yeah, the Rohan, yeah, yeah. Rohan, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he gives that big speech, the king, yeah. and then yeah. they charge down a hill. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm that's watching, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm watching cinema. that in the cinema and just like holding my breath. Just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that pretty much sums up what we're on about, doesn't it? Lead, set the example. Set the example. Like, yeah. If not watch the extended version of Lord of the Rings, watch it because it's amazing. <laughs> it's just a lot better <laughs> yeah and yeah. I think there's a yeah well that well, you know we, we're, all, we're laughing about it I got off on a tangent but it's it, that's that what we're talking about isn't it that leading from example yeah. no one wants to go be the follow the person who gives a big speech and I'll go and sit back in my, my castle <laughs> you know what I mean yeah Go on, son, do your own work. I'm just going to go watch Netflix. For yeah, I suppose like in the olden days, like kings led from the front, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They had to, yeah. Greatest generals. You know, gladiator, in it, at the start. Yeah, yeah, he does it. You know, Russell Crowe, like all these like fictional See? heroes. Yeah. Basically, what we're saying is watch all these films. Yeah. And do that. <laughs> big, big speeches and then big action. Yeah, they do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do your action, big speech. <laughs> Class. We're going to have to uh, snip it somewhere and go, this one. I'll snip it here for the Instagram this week. Nice, yes. <laughs> yes. This is what the podcast is about. Hey, and did you see in the group before, I did ask Coppo if he's going to come on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, he said, awesome. He, said he is uh, free anytime. So um, for, the pe- for the people listening, brace yourselves. Yes. Because uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin himself is going to come on the podcast. Uh, not the real Stone Cold Steve Austin, but you'll probably understand why. Because I would like to put a bet on it, doesn't matter what time of day, if he's on the podcast, he might crack a beer open. Yes. And I reckon I'm going for, I will get eight words in at most. Yeah, I think, yeah, if we get 20 words in. Either side, we've yeah. done well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll get him on in the, the next few yeah. weeks. But anything to round up today's podcast, mate, or anything? No, I think, like I said, just a couple of minutes ago, you know, be honest, mm. take your own advice, set the example, and don't feel don't fear failure. Yeah, it builds character. Yeah.
Yeah, definitely, mate. 100% agree with that. And uh, I think we'll finish with, like, lead from the front. Be the example and lead. And uh, on that point, we'll finish the podcast there. What a pleasure. What a good one. <laughs> awesome. Right, thanks for listening, guys. And if you have listened to this today um, and you're not in our Facebook group, The Strong Dads Podcast, I'm sure you can search it and find it. Um, yes. And we'll accept, accept you because... Uh, yeah, we've got a few in there, haven't we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep nice. building. Added yeah. some stuff in there. And um, yeah, we'll go from there with it. But some exciting shit going on. But uh, thanks for listening. And we will be back uh, next week. <laughs>